Hey family, this is Mo Lives on Purpose. My name is Monique Moss, also known as Mo, and I am here to tell you about all the details of how I went from a life of hopelessness to a life full of hope and purpose. And I'm also going to be empowering you to live on purpose mentally, physically, relationally, financially, and most of all, spiritually. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Although we will talk about mental and emotional health from time to time, I want you to know that this podcast does not take the place of actual therapy. I encourage everyone to go and find a therapist that fits your personal needs so that you can do the work that you need to do in order to recover from any mental and emotional trauma as well as just working through all the things that we go through on a day-to-day basis. Hey girl, guess what? February is coming. Can you believe that? Like, how are we already at the end of January and February is starting? So, what I've decided to do in the month of February is have a self-love challenge. And I am inviting you to join me on your own personal self-love challenge. The self-love challenge will start on Tuesday, February the 1st, 2022. And it will end on Monday, February the 28th of 2022. So for the whole month of February, which y'all know, I guess we can say February is the month of love because Valentine's Day, Black History Month. So anyway, we are going to basically find ways to celebrate ourselves and celebrate what we love about ourselves. So what I'm going to do on my end is on Instagram, I will be providing you with a daily affirmation so that you can have time to use that affirmation, say that affirmation to yourself. Also, I will be providing you with a daily journal prompt. These prompts will be used to have you reflect on what are all the great things about yourself. Even if there are things about you that you don't necessarily like, that you want to change, that you have the power to change, this is a time to reflect on those things. So, I'm challenging you for 28 days to love yourself. So grab you a cute journal, some cute pens, any self-help, self-love books that you want to your favorite bath bomb, bath soak, whatever. And we are going to practice self-love and self-care for the whole month of February. I cannot wait to hear how this challenge helps you. Hey girl. So today we are talking about body positivity body kindness and we are nixing the idea of weight loss first let me tell you what the difference between body positivity and body kindness is 
So from my perspective, after several weeks of a lot of prayer, a lot of reading, reading different books, Googling, like I've just been doing a lot of research here lately and I may or may not reveal much, much later, not on this episode, but a future date, like some of the things that I have been thinking about or that I've gotten vision for um, in my future as far as, you know, different things that I'm wanting to do to help women, to help my community, to help others reach their full potential, live on purpose, all of the things. So that's a whole nother episode, a whole nother conversation. Not sure when it'll be the right time for me to share that. Anyway, let's just say your girl been doing some research. So from my perspective, after all of the things that I've just been delving into, body positivity is basically a movement. I'll say that. I guess you could say it's a movement where we want to make sure that we celebrate all bodies. All bodies matter. (laughs) All bodies matter. And I think when I first heard the term of body positivity, I assumed that it was just a way for us to say that being plus size is okay and celebrate. If you are a plus size woman, celebrate that. And even if you are wanting to, you know, lose weight or whatever, like that's cool. But in this moment, in the present, celebrate how you look, how you feel about yourself and all that good stuff. So what I've learned after doing research is there is a difference between body positivity and body kindness. So the real thing that body positivity is we need to not just embrace plus size females, plus size bodies. I I say females, but people in general, but we also need to celebrate every body type like whether someone is skinny whether they're thick whether they're slim whether they're big you know whatever like let's celebrate everybody's body and not discriminate against others because of their body shape like we are all human nobody's perfect we all have flaws physical internal like all of that and so body positivity is basically a movement where we are celebrating people in general regardless of what size their body is okay body kindness from my perspective it's more of an internal thing so body positivity from my understanding is how we view ourselves and other people but body kindness is you doing the internal work and reflecting on and being kinder to yourself regardless of what your body looks like. That is why I over the past week have made this decision. I know um I think not I don't remember if it was my last episode or the one before that where I was talking about weight loss, weight loss and all this other stuff. Um yes, that's what it was. I was talking about weight loss because um I had a 
went to my doctor and I'm on diabetes medication and the doctor wanted me to be on some cholesterol medication like all these other things so it's you know basically like I need to lose weight so that I can come off these meds and not have any further issues um, with my body well over with my health you know my physical health so that really kind of led me among other things on this journey to really tap into what's going on with me internally that makes it hard for me to lose weight and i stumbled upon this book at the bookstore it's called body kindness and it is um, written by a nutritionist and so basically this lady is like ripping apart all of the things that america society tells us about diet weight loss physical activity like all of those things that we feel i know i can't say we but a lot of us feel is so necessary in order for us to just survive or be or exist or whatever like we have to lose weight we have to eat this you know and all these other things this book i'm not even finished reading the book so i'm gonna give you guys a review of the book once i'm done reading it but it is such a great book what i've read of it i'm probably about 100 pages into it and i think it may be a little bit less a little bit less than 300 pages but anyway this book is so good and so i so far it is but anyway going back to what i was saying body kindness is internal work it's about how you treat yourself and i will say that my issues with my body go way back when i was a kid one of the things that <laughs> my dad did when we were kids was he would you know like talk about us or whatever like rank on us but it was fun and it was funny or whatever and really what i think my dad was trying to do back then was to like give us tough skin so that if people at school or whatever called us fat then it wouldn't bother us you know we wouldn't be bothered by it nobody could bully us or make us feel lesser than because we were confident or whatever and i think as a kid I really was like I felt like I was confident back then but as I got older you know I guess once you get older you become a preteen you become a teen you know and your body starts to develop and all those good things then that's I really think when the comparison starts because you know you have a crush on a boy and that boy don't like you because you're not skinny or you're not thick or what you know you the fat girl that's just my my personal experience from like back in the day so i internalized a lot of that that really was the start of me having a lot of bad emotions and bad feelings and thoughts about my own body and it's so funny when i was reading this book i really resonated with the fact that she said we need to get rid of diet culture because 
the issue is when we diet there's always this cycle of you diet you do well at it for a few months maybe even a year or so and then something will happen maybe it's you know you have some type of setback whether for me i had all kinds of setbacks it could have been emotional thing would happen in my life and that would cause me to get off my diet or you go to a birthday party and you just decide to eat the cake you know and then that sends you on this downward spiral because you've deprived yourself of eating sweets for so long that now that when you had it you go crazy and i have a confession that I am a former binge eater. I would have periods of my life where I would binge eat, especially when I was in an abusive relationship. And I have talked about that relationship and how there were a lot of issues with food while I was in that relationship. One of the things that would happen back then, I would tend to just eat and like stuff my face and eat beyond being full and I wouldn't throw up or, or purge is you know is the correct term I wouldn't purge or anything like that but I would just eat beyond being full I was an emotional eater and of course the pounds piled on whatever going back to the whole the cycle so i would start these cycles of dieting and exercising and then after a couple months or however long i would something would happen and then i'd be back off that diet and then i'd go back on another one or i'd try this or try this diet so i did weight watchers i've tried keto i've done i did vegetarian for a little while like years ago low carb like i've done so many different diets in my life and that's why this book kind of resonated with me because the author was basically saying here i am already giving y'all a review and i wasn't intending on doing that i was just here to talk about body kindness but anyway i think i have to mention the book because this book was kind of like an eye opener for me and I say that because she's basically saying don't deprive yourself of anything a lot of times when you try to restrict certain foods from your diet then you're tempted at some point to eat that thing and then you don't know how to stop or you eat past being full and then you gain a bunch of weight after that all the weight you've lost you gain all this weight back and then it's like, crap, I need to go on another diet. So there's this cycle of dieting, not dieting, exercising, not exercising, like all of these different things. And that's more unhealthy than you just eating whatever you want in moderation. Another thing that she talks about in the book is intuitive eating. And that's basically eating when you're hungry and also learning the internal cues of okay i am full at this point i'm satisfied at this point and stopping yourself from eating everything that's on your plate just because it's on your plate and that's one of those things that i've had to learn how to do is to eat intuitively and not 
eat just because, you know, it's breakfast time, let me eat. It's lunchtime, let me eat. Oh, I need a snack, you know, that kind of thing. And so that has been something that I've worked on over the past several years, but more so now, like if I'm full, I don't care if it's one small bite left, I'm going to stop because I did have a habit of pushing myself past full just so I could finish what was on my plate. Intuitive eating, I think, is a much better option for me. I can't speak for anybody else. If you choose to do keto, you choose to be a vegetarian, you choose to whatever, you know, that's your choice. I'm not here to push any specific type of eating or dieting or whatever. I am, you know, basically explaining my own personal journey because I've I've d tried a lot of those different types of diets and it always ends up me being on this cycle of dieting, not dieting and and so on. So, I say all that to say that I no longer want to be on a weight loss journey. I have made the decision to be kind to my body. And what I mean by being kind to my body, instead of putting my body through all of this punishment and feeling all of this guilt, if I eat a piece of candy and all of the things, I really think that what will be more helpful to me in the long run is me using intuitive eating and then also working out and having physical activity not for the idea of i need to lose 50 pounds by the end of the year no i'm working out and doing physical activity because it makes me feel good i'm working out because when i'm having a bad day if i work out which y'all know i've told i think i've told y'all like my form of working out, I love kickboxing and with, of course, to some ratchet music. <laughs> Don't judge me, judge yourself. And I also love hip hop dance workouts, mostly um, twerk workouts. Also, again, judge yourself. Don't judge me. That's just my preference because it's fun for me. I love it. If I'm doing that, I don't feel like I'm working out. Like, I do feel like I'm working out, like, because, you know, I breathe hard and, you know, I sweat. <laughs> but it's fun. If you ask me to go and lift weights or you ask me to do some yoga or I, I can't. Like, I tried yoga before. It's not it's a no for me, like a hard no for me. I may revisit that idea at another time, but in this moment, yoga is a no for me. Lifting heavy weights, like I can tolerate it, but it's not my favorite. Like, so if I am going to create this new lifestyle change of me being a healthier woman in general. I have to do what I enjoy, right? If dancing and kickboxing is what I enjoy, that's what I'm going to do consistently. I know it's not going to be hard for me to incorporate those things in my daily schedule, in my daily activities. Like it's fun for me. I actually look forward to it. And so 
that is something that's different for me. Always feeling like physical activity has to be linked to me wanting to lose weight is not is no longer my goal. I want to do physical activity because it makes me feel good. It's an alternative to me using food as an emotional crutch. I think I've kind of gotten out of that habit of using food to make me feel good or whatever or if I'm not if I'm having a bad day or even using food because I'm having a good day and I'm about to eat a pint of ice cream. Like I don't I no longer have to do those things. I'm no longer attaching food with emotion. I'm no longer t- attaching physical activity with I need to lose weight. So let me go in here and bust these weights. Let me go in here and run on a treadmill. Like, no, I'm doing these things that I enjoy. So if I do have a slice of cake, I'm not feeling all emotional and guilty behind it because I have created this mindset that what I choose to eat is no longer attached to an emotion, whether that's guilt whether that's being happy, sad, whatever, food is no longer attached to an emotion. And I have also found that for the most part, me starting this journey, this body kindness journey, I think less about food. Like I used to think about food all day, every day. Like, oh, what I'm gonna eat for dinner, what I'm gonna eat for lunch, what I'm a who I'm what drive through am I gonna go to? Those types of things. And I really think that a lot of the unhealthiness that I have in my have had in my body, like the diabetes and all of that, was really stress. There's this page. I love a good graphic. A, a graphic will show you like a flow chart and all of that, like if it's not too complicated. But I do love a good, cute, colorful graphic. So the author of this book that I was telling y'all about has this graphic and it says we create so much stress around eating and restricting certain foods a lot of the times that that stress of making a decision on what I'm going to eat, what I'm not going to eat. Let me restrict this and all of this other stuff that stress creates cortisol, which cortisol from stress also creates belly fat and, you know, increases, you know, your blood sugar, all of the the bad stuff that we don't want to happen. So I love the fact that over the past few weeks that I have been on this body kindness journey, food is not my idol. Mm, I just made that connection. I ain't had that written down. Food is no longer my idol. That's another thing. I really feel like weight loss and being on the right kind of diet and all of that, or even when I wasn't on a diet and just eating and binging and the all of the guilt, the shame, all of that stuff that was tied to food was me serving those things over God. And... I kid y'all not, as soon as I made the decision that I am going to be more intentional about reading my Bible, praying more, spending more time with God, and now that I've been doing that, food has become less and less of an issue for me. 
And that's what kind of led me to this whole body kindness thing. Like they talk about there is I am a firm believer that there is a mind body spirit connection. All of those things you have to feed all three in order to be completely well. I'm a firm believer in that, especially now. Like I knew it before, but now that I'm actually living in it, I am such a believer in that. And you can choose, like spirituality is, and I will say all of those different pieces, the spirit, the mind, the body, however you choose to work on those things is your choice. Because what spirituality looks like for me may not look like the same for you. What, how you choose to get your mind right <laughs> and how I choose to get my mind right may be completely different. How I choose to work out and get, you know, work on my physical fitness and work on um, physical activity. However, I choose to do that might be completely different from how you choose to do that. I say all that to say, I think another part of this is let's stop shaming people for making decisions of how they want to live their lives. Like if you choose to do keto, please don't bash me because I don't want to do keto. If you choose to do be a vegan or a vegetarian, don't bash people who like to eat meat. You know what I'm saying? We all choose what we want to do with our bodies, with our minds, with our spirit. It's all free will. It's a choice. And that's what I love about body kindness. It's basically saying, let's stop always looking to compare ourselves to other people and look within and figure out what do I need? What's going on with me that I am needing to improve myself, mind, body, and spirit. And I'm not going to push those ideas onto other people. Another thing I wanted to talk about that is so irritating for me. Now that I'm thinking about it, I told y'all a few weeks ago, I went to my doctor. I actually like my doctor. She's really nice. And I really think she's a pretty good doctor. But I'm irritated. And I, I say that because... I go on these doctor visits and I go more than most people. I go to the doctor usually every three months because I have to get my A1C checked um, to check my blood sugar levels every three months. And that also determines what kind of medications I'm on and all of that. Fine. But what I really was irritated about was this last time when I got my results, my doctor, of course, gave me medication. Actually, the one of the medications I was on, she increased the dosage. She also gave me a cholesterol medication because um, my cholesterol levels weren't high. They weren't abnormal, but they were borderline. So I think the level that your um, LDLs, that bad cholesterol, if it's 100 or higher, then that's considered abnormal. Um, mine was at 95, right? So, okay, I get it. I could potentially, if I eat one more piece of cheese, I'm going to have high cholesterol, whatever. <laughs> so, what irritated me was 
she tells me, okay, if you lose some weight, work out, eat low carb, low fat meals, then you may be able to come off these medications. Okay, thanks. Thanks for letting me know that. How about some education? Like, so, and I will say like, okay, you leave the doctor's office a lot of times, they'll give you your discharge paperwork or whatever. And then attached to that is some material for you to read about whatever you came in for that day, right? All doctors do that. That's cool. I'm, I'm not opposed to reading to educate myself. However, if you are my doctor, I need you to do more than just give me some medicine. I need you to do more than just increase my, my, um, my dosage. How about instead of increasing my dosage or giving me some medications because I am borderline for having high cholesterol, how about you actually educate me yourself on what are some good things to try? If you're telling me I need to have a low-carb, low-fat meal, what, what, what the heck does that look like? Right, because if I go online, of course I can Google that. I can go on Pinterest. I can look at all of that stuff. But I think part of I, I told you I used to be in nursing school, and a big part of when we would do our clinical rotations was actually having a conversation with our clients, our patients, and educating them on their condition and what they could do, if anything, to improve their condition. So. I would have examples for my patients back then. Now that I'm a therapist, as when I talk to a client, if I'm telling them to try this new strategy, we trying it right then and there. I'm not saying she got to bust out some skillets and cook a meal for me, but at least like, okay, put me on some recipes. Tell me what's an example of a good low carb, low fat meal. What if I have high cholesterol, what has cholesterol in it? You know what I'm saying? Like, that part irritated me. Or if you don't want to educate me, how about you refer me to a nutritionist? That never came up. Yeah. So, am I going to look for another doctor? Probably not. But, I'm definitely going to tell sis when I go back in three months. I did not start that cholesterol medication. I have just been doing what I need to do to be kinder to my body. And eating intuitively. And I will say though that I have been eating less dairy. But I'm still eating dairy. I like cheese. So I'm going to have some cheese in my eggs in the morning. And I'm, I've also cut back on. Because um, eggs have a lot of cholesterol. So what I have done. Instead of eating full on eggs. Is I might I will have one egg. And then the rest will be egg whites. So cutting back so that my cholesterol will improve. But I'm not restricting anything. Okay. So that has been my choice. So anyway, I have made this decision. That if I never lose a pound. How I feel within myself how I feel physically my energy levels my ability to interact with my kids and my family basically improving my relationship with my body improving my relationship with food and ultimately improving my relationship with God going from 
being a binge eater. My overall picture of health is me the way I look right now. And that's because my mindset, my relationship with God, my willingness to work out every day because it makes me feel good. Like, I love this Monique. I love this aspect of me. And not, you know, doing these things because I want to lose weight. Like, if I lose weight, awesome. But I'm loving myself where I am right now. And I know, based on the way I am choosing to eat and the way that I am working out more... I may I may lose weight and that's okay, but one of the things I did last week is I put up my scale and I, well I took out my scale, I put a note on it and it says no weighing yourself today. You're only allowed to weigh yourself at the end of the month. Love Mo. And that's my note to myself because I was weighing myself no lie every morning before I would I would be cooking breakfast for my kids. I'm like, I can't cook my breakfast right now because it's going to be cold. I got to go weigh myself first. After I cook breakfast for my kids, I'm going to go weigh myself. And then I'll come back and cook my own breakfast. Like, it was a natural part of my day. So, whatever that number on the scale was became so much more important than anything else in that moment. That it just defined me. And that's not cool. Like, a number on a machine should not be defining how I feel about myself and how I carry myself. Weight loss, not doing that no more. I am just on a journey to love me, for me to be kinder to myself and to be kinder to my body. And when I look in the mirror, not looking at all of the things I hate about it, but like, girl, you look good. You know, you... 38, well, about to be 38 this year. Like, you look good. And I have to keep telling myself that. And even if I have a day where I don't where I don't feel like I look good, I'm going to recognize that and acknowledge that. But still making the choice to do what's kind to my body and my actions, even if my thoughts don't necessarily align in that particular moment. But I do know this. How I feel about myself in that moment is not going to be defined by a number. So, girl, if you thick, if you slim, if you got a flat booty, if you plus sized, whatever, celebrate you. Be positive about you. Be kind to your body. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to your mind and your spirit. And I swear, I promise you, you will feel so much better about yourself. I hope that what I've said today was helpful to somebody. I hope that when you look in the mirror, that you love what you see. And if there's anything that you don't like about what you see, ask yourself, where did that thought come from? Is that from you or is that stemming from other people's opinion of you and what other people's opinions of what beautiful is like the bible tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made 
We're masterpieces that we are created in the image of God. So if I'm in the image of God, then what I see in the mirror is God-like. I'm a whole goddess out here. <laughs> but yeah, like, so I want you all to love you for who you are. And that's why I am doing this 28 days of self-love because... I want us all to feel like what we see in the mirror and who we are as a person that we have a heck of a lot to offer other people. We have a heck of, of a lot to offer the world and it's not based on what we look like. It's based on who we are internally, what our spirit is like, what we bring to the table, what our purpose is like we are so much more than a number on a scale and what your waist looks like, what your booty looks like, what all of that. We are so much more than that. So, girl, I love you. I hope you love yourself. So join me on this challenge, February 1st, where we are going to celebrate all the things that we love about ourselves. I hope you have an amazing week. I love you. Have a good one. Please be sure to subscribe and follow my podcast. Also, follow me on IG, on Instagram at Mo Lives on Purpose. I also have a Facebook page, Mo Lives on Purpose. And then you can also email me with any questions or any feedback that you have for me. And my email address is molivesonpurpose at gmail.com. Thank you guys. And I hope you are blessed and go and live more purposely.